Hello and welcome to another episode of Corgi Town USA. This is season three. Wow. I'm Candy. I'm Kat. In my lapish chuckles are Spokes Korg. We also have, I think we have Mortimer still. Is he over there? Mortimer, Mortimer's there. Mortimer Barnabas. Mortimer Barnabas is there and uh, Booger is there. Booger, his uh, temperamental sister. Yes. And uh, Hammer kind of pops in from time to time. He never makes himself seen on, on no. camera shot. But uh, but anyway, uh, we're so glad that you're here with us every week and uh, so thankful to you. We ask that you stick with us every Thursday. We're here for all things Corgi and dog lifestyle, traveling with your dog, living with dogs. And please, if you do enjoy this, like and subscribe. Please share. It helps us out. We're getting the word out. We try to bring you really good um, information that is both helpful and definitely entertaining if you like watching discombobulation because I'm yes. really good at it. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> and I tend to discombobulate everyone around me as well. Uh, but seriously, we, we are very passionate about what we do. So we are very appreciative of you joining us. And we talk a lot about health of the breed, health of corgis, health and a uh, lifestyle of having dogs in general. Yes. And so we, a uh, friend of a friend, had we had talked to about some various dog things that he does. Uh, but one of the things he does is um, has a foundation that centers around canine cancer and those concerns. And uh, we wanted him to sort of educate us on his journey and the work he is doing. Should I bring him up? Absolutely. Everyone, please welcome Terry Simons. Terry, welcome. Welcome. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks, thanks for joining welcome. us. Yeah, thank Likewise. you so much. Likewise. Uh, we want to hear, so tell us about you. Uh, give us just a very brief uh, autobiography, if you will, and how you kind of got here. Well, I was in the restaurant business for over 30 years. And then I just found out that I really enjoyed working with dogs and the restaurant business and consulting and dog training. They just kind of went like this. And then I started training dogs, having a blast training dogs. And then um, I kind of lost my heart and soul dog. And because of that, I decided I would start a Canine Cancer Foundation. Had no clue what I was doing, but that's how I got here. Wow. That's a really moving way to get there. Uh, I'm sorry yeah. that you had to, to yeah. go through that. Um, tell us about your heart and soul dog. I can tell you uh, most of it was old age, uh, but I... But my first corgi was uh, my heart and soul. And uh, not that I know exactly how it feels, but it's it's a loss like no other. Yes. Uh, you think about it every day. It carries. Yeah, you do. You do. I mean, Reveille was that dog. Uh, she yeah. was a border collie. And um, okay. it's, it's quite funny because, you know, everybody who has a border collie, they go, oh, well, they know how to play tug. They're smart. They want to be your best friend. They're, she was none of that. Um, <laughs> That's funny. She, all she wanted to do was chase shadows and chase birds. And it was probably two and a half years before I was sitting down and she kind of walked up to me and looked me in the eye. And I went, oh, you're my dog finally. <laughs> and ever since that moment, we were inseparable. And uh -huh. we traveled all around Canada the U.S. competing in dog agility and, and right. actually winning 
which was always good. When, yes, yes. It's, it's always good to win. So, so I hear. So, uh, we were we were introduced by my fiance, and uh, and yeah, there's a lot of ribbons in the house from dog agility, and apparently, it's wonderful to win. I don't know these things. I want to win. <laughs> Everybody wants to win. Of yeah. course. Right, so, um, then one day, she just was breathing funny, and I thought maybe she had something up her nose or a, 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 a you know a foxtail or something like that. I took her in and um, they called me a couple days later on my birthday, mind you, to tell me my oh, dog had gosh. cancer. Oh, gosh. Oh. Um, so she was diagnosed with uh, chronic lymphocytic leukemia and uh, nasal lymphoma, which is quite rare. Of course, she would have something rare. And um, upon figuring this whole thing out and taking that first day of feeling very, very sorry for myself. Mm -hmm. um, I realized that I needed to be strong for her. So I promised I would never let her know she was sick. Yeah. And I would never let her have more than one bad day. Oh. And she lived a year and a week. And she had one bad day and it scared the living bejesus out of me. Yeah. And the funny part about it is she couldn't breathe. She was having trouble. I thought this was it. I went out on our back patio at like 2 a.m. And I'm sitting out on the back patio because I didn't want to wake the wife up. And I'm out there and she kind of looks at me and we had this big cabinet on the patio and she'd look at the cabinet and then she'd look back at me. She'd look at the cabinet and she'd look at me and I'm going like, you're crazy, right? So I open the cabinet up and I get a tennis ball. And she just perks up. And at 2 a.m., I turn all the lights on in the backyard and we're playing fetch. <laughs> oh, wow. I don't know how she felt like playing fetch was going to help her, but it seemed to have done the trick. Yeah. And um, then she told me a while later that it was, it was time. And um, it was on December 1st that I let her go of uh 2012. wow i'm so sorry you had to say goodbye and yeah. i'm sorry that you yeah, had to say was, goodbye like that even though you know it's coming yeah. um and yeah. i've had to talk i've talked i've talked about this many times and every time i keep getting better and i keep getting worse at the same time sure. Understood. So, um so but yeah but um she was an incredible dog, and because of her and those emotions I had, I had no clue what to do. So even before she was gone, I decided I would start a cancer foundation. Um, you know, I, you know, for those of you who are not over forty, probably won't understand this, but I thought starting a canine cancer foundation was going to be like. You know, Mickey Rooney and Judy Garland getting together going, hey, Judy, let's put on a show. You need a new pair of shoes. It was going to be that easy. Yeah. Right? Okay. No, it, it wasn't that easy. And um, originally, I just wanted to start a foundation to raise money and give it to another foundation because I had no aspirations. Mm -hmm. And I was trying to figure out what to do. And I called the, you know, National Canine Cancer Foundation. I called... This found I tried to reach out to a bunch of foundations, say, hey, I want to help. 
uh, nobody got back to me. No. And then a dear friend of mine said, you need to talk to Dr. Greg Ogilvy. I said, okay. So I called and left Dr. Ogilvy a message. And sure enough, he got back to me. And I started telling him my story. Right. And he said, you know, Terry, that's really great, but I don't see you doing what you're doing. I see you doing greater things. And I'm going like, I've been on the phone with you half an hour. You, you don't even know me and you're telling me I'm not gonna raise money and give it to another foundation that you see me doing greater things. Well, apparently he was right. <laughs> and he's been an integral part of Claire. He's, he's been my mentor and he's been amazing. He's been an amazing man. Wow. So he was right. And um, he had I, that, he had that intuition for you. Yeah, he did. He was a great, he's I, a great man. If, if you're listening to this broadcast and not watching, I do have it up on the screen. It is clear caninecancer.com. We do encourage you to go and check out the website. I will also drop that in the comments. And thank you for sharing your story with us. Um, a little long-winded. <laughs> Not That's okay. All. We are too. So, yeah, sure. I mean, we're corgi people. So, um, I, we've had, uh, so a friend of ours is Jerry. She has, uh, her three crazy corgis on Instagram, but she's had, she had a, a corgi, um, who had cancer and they caught it in time and, um, and now he's cancer free, which is great. But we talked to her a little bit about what, what to look for or things like that. And her advice was, uh, kind of, I don't want to say obvious advice, but what you would think in that if you see anything different that you're not used to seeing, you noticed with your dog, she was breathing funny. So you got her care as soon as you could. And her, her advice was, you know, anything that seems like they're not themselves, that it's different, you need to pay attention to it and get it checked out. Uh, what would you say? I know there cancer is so many forms, unfortunately. Oh, gosh, uh, yes. And there's no one answer to say, oh, what should you watch for? But uh, do you think your advice would be along those same veins? Like pay attention if your dog's off, like what would you tell someone to, to kind of be aware of in their own situation well, with dogs? She's absolutely right. I mean, we have our hands on our dogs 24 seven. Yeah. You know, we notice a lump, we notice a bump. Yeah. We notice a runny nose. Right. We notice when we're petting them, they might flinch. There might be pain. We notice if they're not hungry, if, they're, if their stools are not correct, if they're drinking more water, if they're, if, if they're you know, urinating far more than they, they usually do, you know, difficulty eating, swallowing, anything that's out of the ordinary, you need to just kind of back your head go, I need to keep an eye on this. I had um, one student who, there was a, a slight, slight limp when the dog was weaving, that I said, something's wrong, something's off. And we ended up having that looked at. And two months later, um, the dog ended up having uh, what we thought was osteosarcoma. But by the time all the tests and everything was done and the results came back, it was a fibrosarcoma, which is much better than an osteosarcoma. Okay. So okay. the dog is still around. He's great. He runs on three legs. And I swear, after he got better, he was a better agility dog on three legs than he was on four. It was that other leg just slowed him down the whole that, time. That, yeah. right? It's been, it's been a running joke, but it's it's true. Darn fourth leg. Wow, that's amazing. That is amazing. I like, and I like the happy 
the happy ending. Yes. Yeah. I mean, they're so resilient. Yeah, you know? they are. How, you know, so they how wake do up, you? They wake up there missing a leg and it's like, okay, everything's still normal. I'm just missing <laughs> a leg. They don't get they're emotional so, about it like we do. They're yes. so adaptable. They are so adaptable. Very much so. Are, how did you get your diagnosis? You you took her you took her to the vet. Did, blood tests or I, and I know it depends, right? You're you're talking about two different types of cancers with this um, with your student. Um, well, it's yeah. it's all about you know having somebody you being the advocate for your dog, right? Not listening to the well. Let's just wait and see. Yeah. I, I hate when people go, well, my veterinarian said, let's just wait and see. We need to be the advocate, which is why we have the education and awareness that we're doing is because when your veterinarian says, well, let's wait and see, or, you know, they don't refer you to a specialist. I mean, you need to be that advocate. You need to say, but I do want you to biopsy that. I do want you to aspirate that. Right. I do want you to tell me you're not sure what it is and I should go see a specialist. Okay. These are things I want to hear. And sometimes our veterinarians are so close to us that we don't, we don't think of those things. And I trust my, my veterinarian is my best friend. But when my dog had problems and we saw a specialist, he was right there saying, you did the right thing. Yeah. Okay. You want to know that you've done the right thing. Yeah. So are there, I know for myself, uh, I'm a cancer survivor. So I have my mammogram every year and I have all of my tests every year. And I have uh, something called the CA-125, which is a blood test. Are there tests for our fur babies? Are there tests for dogs? Are there you know, standardized blood tests. Preventative type preventative. of preventative. There there are. Um and and it's it's interesting. So first off, you definitely just like you go in for all your testing, we want our dogs to go in for a wellness check once a year. Right. You know, get in there and get your vet to run the blood, run your normal CBC blood tests, you know, listen to the heart, listen to the lungs you know, let the vet feel around, get all that stuff done once a year. And if your dog's older, maybe twice a year. Okay. There is a company out there called Pet DX. Um, they have a blood test. It's a, it's a simple blood draw. Now, it can't determine what cancer your dog has. Right. But it can determine that your dog it has signs that it does have a cancer. That's remarkable. Now, it's 85, if I remember correctly, it's. Sounds like our house. Yep. You're getting so, corrected. You're getting corrected. The house. This is normal for us. So yes. We're, okay. uh, we're a dog podcast. So that's yeah, well, I'm sure everybody understood. Somebody probably. I'm in one part of the house and unfortunately I believe I left a window open instead of closing the drapes and somebody probably walked by. How oh, dare how, they. how dare they? I know, how dare they? But the, um, the test is 85% accurate. Okay. If, okay. So in other words, we do a blood test right. and they go, Oh, we have, 
we can tell that your dog more than likely, but doesn't have, more than likely may have cancer. Okay. Early detection. It's now your job to search deeper. Okay. Where okay? is it? Yeah. And they are about 85% positive on the big three, osteo, hemangio, and lymphoma. Oh, so, so those if are your the, dog has one of those cancers and you don't detect it, but you get this blood draw and they say something is telling us your dog has cancer, there's an 85% chance that it could, that if your dog has one of those cancers, they've detected it. Does that wow. make sense? Yeah. That does. They're not, fact, saying, they're not saying your dog has that cancer, but they're but saying if your dog does have that cancer, there's an 85% chance that they've picked it up. So okay. and even it, it, it's, I'm trying to remember how much it is right now, but it's something, it's the beginning of learning that right. we can take yeah. this. Now, there's a 1.5% false positive. Okay. If I'm not mistaken. I don't have the numbers in front of me. Sure, but um, there's there's something out there. I mean, it's the same with some of the tests that I take. It's, you know, we've detected, I don't think they're called antibodies, but we've detected and you should check out and let's let's look further. And that's a piece of the puzzle. It's a piece right. of the puzzle. It's a very early warning system piece of the puzzle. Yeah. So I mean, it's great. Uh, Claire, Claire is currently funding a project at Cornell um, for a liquid biopsy for um, lymphoma. Oh, wow. You know, cell-free DNA and tumor DNA floats around and it's a process of trying to find out what the biomarkers are. And we're funding this because if we can learn early that your dog yeah. has lymphoma, early detection, and we can get to things earlier, there's a much better chance of your dog living much longer. Right. We still don't have a cure, but, sure. and, and it's also can be used in relapse. If your dog's in remission. Okay. And we have these biomarkers through the cell-free DNA and tumor DNA. We can tell if that dog is going to, is starting to relapse, at, and, but not showing signs. All right. That's so amazing. It's a pretty cool thing. Um, and everybody's starting to, to look for these liquid biopsies, which is what Pet DX is doing but they're doing it in a broad range versus one specific. And that I, came from me and they came from the human side. I'm so glad that you've educated us about this because yeah. I didn't know. Oh, and I'm sure our audience is, is excited, but I do want to kind of go back for a moment. You said something about the big three uh, are those, uh, and you, and you mentioned osteo and a couple of others. Are those the most common type of canine cancers? Is that, that why you called them big three? Just a little clarification. They, they're the big three because um, they, they are some of the most common. Um, mast cell and melanoma, you could throw in there too. Okay. But osteo, hemangio, lymphoma. Lymphoma, highly treatable. Uh, osteo, you know, usually it's uh, amputation. And hemangio is just... It's they call it the silent killer for a reason. Yeah. Okay. You know. Wow. So what would you what would you tell someone who has just received a new diagnosis with their dog? What advice do you give them? Um, the biggest advice is to take a deep breath. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, it, honestly, it's I mean, especially 
if you're going in to see your oncologist and they're going to tell you about this cancer, I also tell them, make sure you have a second set of ears in there. Always. When you're in there and they're saying, they've already told you your dog has cancer, but now you're going to sit and they're going to talk to you about it. Yep. And it's going to go in one ear and right out the other. So always have a second set of ears. Um, write down all your questions, no matter how dumb you think they are, they're not. Um, and understand that treatment and diagnostics have come a long way in the last 10 years. And there's far greater chance of your dog having a, a, a high quality of life much longer now. So take that deep breath, relax, see an oncologist. And when you do have somebody go with you. Yeah. And, you know, my big thing is it's not a death sentence. Even, and people go, yes, but my dog is probably going to die of cancer. Yes, probably. But it's not a death sentence because we're all going to die at some time. We could walk out the door and get hit by a car. But we don't look like we're. it's a death sentence. I say it's not a death sentence. Two years, two weeks, two months, two years. It's not a death sentence. Don't let them know they're sick. Do everything you can to make them the happiest dog in the world. And it won't be a death sentence. Right. But if, but if you sit there and glom on to woe is me and my dog's going to die, then yeah, it is going to be a death sentence, but we need to be stronger for these guys. Yeah. So that's, that's like our friends uh, um, at the degenerative myelopathy groups, like shade.dm, they kind of say the same thing. Um, DM is, is not cancer, but it is a degenerative disease. And they kind of say the same thing. Keep your dog as happy and yeah. as comfortable. Give them, give them a dog's life while you have them. Uh, the best exactly. Yeah, I, mean, I agree. Well, tell us I, I, I do dog agility. Yeah. And Reveille's last year was the career year of her life. Wow. She was competing up until five days before I let her go. And at the highest level, Canadian nationals, regionals, U.S. nationals. Um, it was amazing. That is awesome. I, I love that so much. I, we don't want to keep you all night. Uh, we do want to be mindful of your time. But I do want to ask you, um, can you tell us about these documentaries? Because you you had mentioned to us off air uh, about documentaries and how it um, how it ties into your foundation. So please educate us. Okay. Well, when I started the foundation, I had no clue what I was going to do. And then I had to come up with a name. So I got all cutesy and went, oh, how can I make, you know, oh, let's do clear canine lymphoma education, awareness, and research. And then that's when it struck me. It's about education and awareness first, because at the time when I started this, I heard a statistic, read a statistic that at that time, 50% of dog owners don't even know dogs get cancer. Now, 50%? How sad 50%? At that time. Wow. I, I'm happy to say that there was a new survey and it's now up to 90%. Now, I'm sure this survey, I, I don't think it might be 90 because there are still, from what I, you know, deal with on a daily and weekly basis, there's still a lot of people that go, I don't believe my dog got cancer. I didn't know they could. But it's a lot higher that dog owners are understanding that their dogs get cancer and that there are actual oncologists for the dogs. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's key. As much as you love your veterinarian and everything else, cancer oncologist, because you wouldn't let your GP treat you for cancer, right? Nope. So that's the big thing. Um, God, I, got, I got off track. So the documentaries. <laughs> so education and awareness. So I felt like I could do more in the beginning by educating pet owners and making them more aware of cancer. So I decided I wanted to do a documentary on lymphoma. I met a wonderful person by the name of Stacy Zipfell several years prior to all this happening. And I told her this story and she said, I'm on board. So she's a dog lover. She's a dog advocate. She's a pet lover. She's got cats and dogs and chickens and horses. So we got together and we decided we'd create this documentary. Little did we know how great it was going to be. Um, and through the help of Dr. Greg Ogilvie, who I told you about earlier, uh, being my mentor, he became the voice of that documentary. And we put this documentary together and we entered it in a couple festivals to kind of, you know, give it some cred, mm -hmm. so to speak. And I remember getting an email from the Los Angeles Movie Awards, the first um, festival we entered. And they wrote an email saying, congratulations, uh, you've won best documentary feature. We're gonna, it's like, what? Wait, wait, wait. And then a couple more and a couple more. And, and then our first one has made it to uh, broadcast television on Fido TV. And the one thing I wanted to make sure of with all these documentaries was that people could have them for free. So they're on the website for free. We have one on lymphoma. We have one on osteosarcoma. I got some crazy idea about creating a hybrid music video documentary about comparative oncology. Wow. <laughs> about a boy and a dog who both get sick and they kind of through comparative oncology, they both get well and it, it's pretty neat. Um, but we've received letters. Uh, thank you so much. Um, by watching your documentary, we realized we made all the right decisions. Thank you very much for helping us close that door. Thank you very much for helping us make the correct decisions. Our dog has seen an oncologist. Um, so the documentaries work, which is really neat. Yeah. Um, and it, it, I felt like we could do more because I, I hate grabbing paper and trying to read it about, you know, science. <laughs> I have to do it. And I'll, I will fall asleep at my desk, maybe because I'm having a beer too, but I'll fall asleep at my desk reading this stuff. But watching it, you don't fall asleep. Right. You know, our, our documentaries, yes, it's about cancer, but you'll laugh. You will cry, but you'll learn as, as well. And Stacy yeah. is great at sneaking little things in that you don't even know you're learning. And then all of a sudden, sometime later you go, oh, X, Y, and Z. And you go, where'd that, oh, that documentary I saw. Wow. So pretty cool. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, those are up on the website. You can watch them anytime. Yeah. And I think uh, you had you had touched a point near and dear to my heart, which is, you know, we all have to go at some point and then you look back on it and you say, did I do the right thing? Did I do the right thing? And just to have 
the documentary and to go through the steps and to say, okay, I did the right thing. That, that in and of itself, I know per, on a personal level, um, is just amazing. It's, it, it's a, it's a gift and, and thank you for giving that gift to so many people. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. No, thank you. Thank for you. No, like I said, I felt we could do more by doing documentaries because I wasn't that educated in following research and where to go, but because of the documentaries, yeah, we met an amazing doctor at Cornell named Dr. Christy Richards, mm -hmm. who we kind of got involved with, and she helped us learn what to do. And some of her projects were still funding. Unfortunately, she passed away in 2019 of breast cancer. Oh, you know, and the world lost an amazing person, unfortunately. Um, but because of her, we learned where we should start putting our research and we're still following her and what her research has been. So we still have several projects we're funding there at Cornell and we're hoping to make strides and help with yeah. better treatments and maybe one day a cure. All right. What a wonderful legacy in her name. Yes. She's not here. Well, I want to remind everyone that you can go to cleark9cancer.com. We encourage you to go over to that website. Again, it is on the screen if you're watching. If you're listening, uh, I will drop this link down in the comments of the episode if you are listening on the web, as well as our YouTube episode. Uh, thank you so much for sharing your story and telling us um, one final thought. Uh, how can we help? Uh, obviously, go to the website, um, you know, the shout out, the awareness. Tell us tell us how to well, help. Tell us. Well, you know, the best way, of course, to help is 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 just go to the website and hit that donate button. Yes. But yes. we're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. Share, follow, all that stuff always helps because it just, you know, tell two friends, they tell two friends, and they tell two friends, and so on and so on that old commercial about with VO yep. um, and um, that always helps, you know, and if you're in the Los Angeles area, we have a fundraiser August 16th coming up at hamburger Mary's. It's, it's uh, the number one drag queen bingo. And Excellent. Um, it's going to be, it's going to be a fun night. It's on a Tuesday night. So not on a weekend, but if you're around, you'll learn about that on the website, Facebook. That's coming up. We're getting those plugs out soon. But Hamburger okay. Mary on August 16th, you know, yeah. it's fun time. Sounds like fun. Yeah. May, I don't know. Maybe I can, maybe we'll try to see if we can get down there. We're, we'll be in SoCal for uh, Chucky's birthday right, for August right. that weekend. So maybe we okay. can go there. Yeah. It's too hot to do anything in Arizona in August. So, yeah, so we, yeah. we'll go to Southern California for this. It's a little cooler than here, usually. Usually, yes. But thank you so much, Terry. Again, uh, please go to cleark9cancer.com. Go to their socials, like and follow, donate if you can. This is amazing work they're doing. And uh, Terry, thank you so much again. We really appreciate your contribution today. Thank you guys very much. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Have a great night. Have a nice night, Terry. Bye. You guys too. If you ever want to revisit, I'm happy to. We'd and love to. We shall. Thank okay. you. You guys take Bye. care. You too. Bye. Bye. I'm so moved. I know. I was crying. I've never cried on any of the episodes. I was <laughs> crying when Terry was talking about yeah. this baby. Yeah. Oh. I, I got, I definitely got moved by that. Yeah. 
Um, but we definitely recommend, you know, clearcaninecancer.com. Please go. I mean, at the very least, uh, donating, I know it's hard, but at the very least, like uh, and follow their socials. They can definitely use the shout outs and the follow. And please like and subscribe to us if you enjoyed this or found it informative. We try to bring you good information here in Corgi Town, USA, yep. a podcast for pets and their people. And we are here for you every Thursday, all things Corgi and dog life related. Candy. Cat. Chuckles in my lap. Booger and Mortimer in studio. Yes. <laughs> there, I had to look for them. There they are. <laughs> Mortimer was on his back just a minute yes, ago. Yes, he was. <laughs> he was love rolling, doing his love rolling. Yes. But we hope you have a great night and we'll see you next week. Corgi Town, USA. Bye.